to the Jerks in the Fourth Row interview series, the Halloween edition. Uh, an extremely, extremely uh, special guest with us today. One of my, actually my first friend from down in Asheville, North Carolina, my friend Julie Phillips. How you doing, Jewel? Good. <laughs> Julie. <laughs> Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Julie was like, you were my first friend. I remember sitting at the bar after I was Tim the host at that point at ABC and mm -hmm. Julie is my first friend, and it turns out to be one of my longest friends now, too. Yes, yes. You were an amazing, you, it was awesome whenever you showed up because you just were so positive. And like, I was like, this guy is awesome. Like, and you were confident, po like positive. It was just great. We were definitely, on, <laughs> we were definitely on the same frequency. And then, uh, yeah, but it was me, you, Kiki, T, Ryan. We were all like the closest. But, anyways. Uh, I thought yeah. I feel like you would be a great interviewee for this podcast or for this series because I don't know I feel like you have good stories surrounding like kind of weird happenings to begin with. Mm-hmm. Lots of creepy stuff. <laughs> <clears throat> but also you you also what we refer to in my family have like you definitely have the costume genes like you like to dress oh. up like or I love Halloween. Yes. Halloween and your arts and crafts you always Julie does like mermaid cards and like she did at her wedding last year uh, which I can't believe it's been a year um, congrats wow. congratulations to you and Ryan by the way and Corbin got their their son Thank Cor you. <laughs> Corbin um, but I can't believe it's been a year um, but anyway she made all the arts and crafts for her for all of our uh, our gift bags so Julie's just has that like that that uh, colorful nature about her, shall we say? I enjoy it. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, getting right into it, actually, um, I'm gonna list off a few movies. So, I am gonna put you on a, a semi hot seat. So, Phil and I, my brother, uh, have been trying to define like what Halloween movies are, and I haven't been doing a great job. Like, I was talking about like. Star Wars, in which are just like you know, Ryan would you know hate me for saying that, but uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> but I'm gonna throw a few at you real quick and just say, you know, whether you think they are Halloween movies and maybe why or why not. So okay, you ready? Yes. All right, right off the bat, we got uh, The Shining. Oh yeah, definitely a Halloween movie. Definitely a Halloween movie. All right, why 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 do you think definitely a Halloween movie? It's just terrifying. It's it's terrifying. Something that terrifies you should be a Halloween movie. <laughs> yeah, and it's a slasher. Like I get that. Like it's definitely like that. You know, he's hunting people down with the axe, and the little girls are creepy as hell. Yeah. Blood coming out of the elevator. But like for me, like uh, it's it's like kind of like in the winter time a little bit and. I don't know. I, I didn't. It was kind of like a borderline for me because I feel like you can watch it any time of year because Stanley Kubrick did it. And it's just like so good. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But anyways. Yeah. So I wasn't sure about that one. But you, you're saying definitely. Okay. Because last interview I did, I got to know. So all right. Second one that we are going to ask. Uh, let's see here. Uh, the Blair Witch Project. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> All right. All right. I mean, I was pretty young whenever I watched that, and I haven't, I maybe watched it twice back in the day, but I remember being very, very scared. 
Did uh, do you remember that like when it came out, like people thought it was real for a little bit? Do you remember that? Oh yeah, yeah. That was. <laughs> I did. I was one of those people. <laughs> yeah. See, I mean, I, I definitely. I mean, it was like one of those first, first hand account movies. You know, what it definitely was spooky. Like the little kids in the uh, outside of the tent were super spooky. I I don't think we ever experienced anything like that in Asheville when we were camping. Uh, no. Nothing scary. Oh, oh, except for that time we lost Miley, I think. Were oh, you there for that? right. Yeah, yeah. Tara's dog, Miley. Um, just kind of like we were all just hanging out by the fire. And then, and then like off in the distance, we heard this scream. And she screams like no other. Like, the, the, ah! just like we're in the middle of the woods. Like, just. <laughs> we were all terrified. <laughs> yeah. The middle, the middle of the woods of of North Carolina, which, I mean, we knew that area pretty well, but, you know, none of us were in the shape to, uh, to go out and find her. But yeah, I mean, Blair Witch, you could see something like that happening out there. Was that Turkey Pen? Mm-hmm, yeah. It was beautiful. All right, so the last one I'll ask you is, uh, Saw. Is Saw a Halloween movie? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jewel. Uh, so why? Why, why is Saw a movie? Just because it's terrifying? I'm, yeah, it's it's really scary. I mean, anything scary can be a Halloween movie, right? <laughs> I guess. See, it's definitely, like, subjective. Like, it depends who you ask. Cause, so I just interviewed my cousin, and he said no for every single one of them. Oh, wow. <laughs> but no. But, I, I, I mean, it's it, it depends what you watch. Like, you know, what you watch around Halloween, which for me is, like, I don't know. There's there's a few ones. We, we I like we've been discussing uh, like TV series and like Halloween specials and stuff like that are kind of just as nostalgic for me as movies. Um, yeah. Wh what are you looking forward to rewatching? Are or are you already rewatching Halloween stuff? Are you in that mood yet? I'm honestly not much of a um, like. Okay, so I'm a mom now, so I rewatch like Halloween movies from my childhood. Because Corbin can watch those. I'm and I've never been a big fan of a uh, fan of rewatching horror films. I like to watch new ones because it's like once I experience that scary movie, I don't really want to experience that again because I know it was scary. But I want to have that thrill again with something new. So it's like I don't really want to go back <laughs> and no, watch it again. I, no, that that definitely makes sense. I mean, I, if you you know if you want to have that thrill but don't necessarily want this. The, the repeat of the scare. I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> but So which ones are you watching? Are you watching like Halloween Town and Hocus Pocus and those ones? or? Oh, yeah. I bought Halloween Town, which is like, I mean, it, it's the quality is so bad. But, um, but uh, yeah, Corbin likes it. It's cool. Um, Nightmare Before Christmas. That's a classic. That's a great one. Absolutely. And uh, trying to think what else. Also, the, the Goosebumps of Jack Black. Uh, I actually yeah. thought that was good. <laughs> oh my gosh! You know what? You know why I can't watch that movie is when I worked at the uh, the movie theater at Asheville Brewing Company. There was like a period where I worked at the the movie, you know, yeah. the two dollar movie theater, and they played the Goosebumps that movie. They played that for like a month straight or something, and I just like had to watch it a bunch of times. It's just like oh gosh, you know, it was in three D and everything, so it just drove me crazy. But. But those are those are definitely. I mean, I still get it. Like I can watch Jack Black do anything, pretty much. Yeah. But 
But those are definitely, I mean, you know, I, I still enjoy Hocus Pocus and Halloween Town. Me too. I feel like part of the, the goofiness is like half the fun. Yeah, exactly. It's like the way it made you feel when you were a kid watching it. <laughs> exactly. I've been referring it to as like that Halloween magic you feel. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I feel like you could be, you could pull off a Hocus Pocus if, if, uh, if you wanted to. Have you ever uh, dressed up as a, maybe not Hocus Pocus, but like a, a famous uh, Hollywood, maybe movie character or... I don't know. What, what do you got? Um, once I was poison ivy, um, like the Uma Thurman poison ivy. Oh crap! So that's perfect. Maybe I also was like a Marilyn Monroe when I was like eleven, but I looked like a little boy dressed up as Marilyn Monroe because I was like just really tall and skinny with this wig on and balloons in my like dress, and it just looked like. It, was really funny <laughs> so poison ivy i mean is perfect because you, you you guys can't see but julie has this long red hair that is just perfect for it for me i so uh julie's son his name is corbin and her her husband ryan is uh they they named him after the the well right the fifth element uh the movie with bruce willis and yes so corbin Corbin, Corbin Dallas multipass. So you also being the red hair, I was like, you got it. You could definitely pull off the Lilu Dallas as well from that movie. I don't know. She's got like perfectly straight, short orange hair. I would have to shove a lot of this in a wig, and I wouldn't be able to use my my hair. So I try to go with costumes. I can just use my hair. I'm sure. I'm sure Ryan's tried to talk you into that at some point. Actually, I don't think he has. I mean. Yeah, but I'm sure he wouldn't mind it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Are you guys uh, are you guys dressing up as anything this year? Do you have plans? Yes. Um, Ryan's gonna be the Oogie Boogie Man from Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, it's nice. And then I'm gonna be Sally. Sally. She has red hair as well. So. And what about what about Corb? Corbin. So I have a couple costumes to pick from, but we have like Buzz Lightyear. Um, I haven't showed him yet, and then he also has like a vampire costume. And he has a few other ones. I thought about getting him Jack Skellington because he's obsessed with Jack Skellington right now. He's constantly saying he's the Pumpkin King. And I thought that would be cool. We could surprise him with that. But I really don't want to spend any more money on costumes. So. Yeah. No. I, well, so he's that's his thing right now is is Night Before, Nightmare Before Christmas, and yes, like and Toy Story, James and the Giant Peach. I showed him that the other day, and he loved that. Those are pretty creepy for like you know for kids movies like the. Tim Burton has that effect. Like just anything he does is really creepy. But I remember, I remember definitely being a little creeped out by those when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, I, I loved them for sure. When I was, I was obsessed with Nightmare Before Christmas. I, I think for a year I watched that movie like twice a day for like a year straight. My mom said, mm -hmm. and I just like it was the only movie I wanted to watch. And I was obsessed with clay and like. I sculpted this boy I had a crush on named Clayton. I sculpted him out of clay. I brought him to school with me, and I'm like, "This is my boyfriend, Clayton." <laughs> Julie, I think they—I'm pretty sure they call that voodoo, uh, especially being as close as you are to, you know, Louisiana down there. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> I should say, Julie, right now uh, we're we're speaking from each other. She's in Pensacola, Florida, currently. Um, although we met in Asheville. Uh, yeah, you're, you're, you're pretty close to that, those Bayou people there. Oh yeah, definitely. 
<laughs> we need to make a trip there and have my mom babysit so we can go check it out. I'm not sure if Ryan's been to New Orleans yet. I don't know. That, it's it's a fun town for sure. So yeah. so speaking of, of spooky movies and being like creeped out of, and about things when you're a kid, like I definitely had a few nightmares again surrounding like uh, actually it was like this ghost writer. Do you remember ghost writer and like uh do you did you watch tgi friday like tgif when you were a kid like those abc shows and stuff yes yes mm -hmm. so there's a couple of those and like are you afraid of the dark from nickelodeon like those were the ones that really got me scared like so you did you have any nightmares surrounding anything when you were a kid or now do you do you like do you have um, any nightmare movies kid, i think it definitely scared me when i was a kid just the the creepy clown stephen king's I did it. Not, yeah I think it was definitely it. And also like Chucky. Um, I was terrified of that because my stepmom actually had a doll that looked just like Chucky. And um, she would just, she thought it was cute. So she didn't, I don't know if she even saw Chucky, but she thought it was cute. So she would sit it in this little German wooden high chair in the living room. And I would always like lock it away in the bar. She had this little bar. So I'd lock it in the bar. And then it would always like magically appear out of the, <laughs> the bar. And I'm like, is she is she messing with me <laughs> did you ask her did you ask her if she was moving it back i asked her but she said no but i'm sure she was i knew she i think she was messing with me <laughs> <laughs> did you ever you didn't ever find it with like a butcher's knife in, a hand, in its hand did you i did not no <laughs> that's creepy I, I was actually phil and i uh our last halloween podcast part two we did our like top three uh top three monsters and villains and i chucky was like i think my number two because like Little, like little dolls like that are just like the creepiest thing. They are. They really are. Um, so scary um, when you think about it. And I also had this one doll that was like, you know, those baby dolls that you could change their diaper. You could give them a little water bottle and it would actually make the water go through them and they would pee. Yeah. Well, my mom got me one of those. And, um, Betsy you know, Wetsy. Like, what was that? Betsy Wetsy. Yeah. And like the stomach would like suction in when there wasn't water, it was dripping out. So it would make all these weird sounds at night when I wasn't using it. So I threw it in the in the trash can, um, and then I, I it ended up back in my bedroom. So I'm pretty sure my mom did that. Um, but yeah, I threw it. I took its head off. I took its limbs off and hid it in the trash can so that wouldn't happen again. And it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the ultimate if it came back. I feel like your mom was just having fun with you at a young age and just like trying to freak you out. No, no, I, yeah, I think she was just like, I spent money on this. Why is she putting it in a trash can? Or how did this get here? You know, like. <laughs> oh my god, that's the stuff that nightmares are straight up made of. And Julie, uh -huh. Julie's mom, or like um, Julie, always had mom uh, when we were working together. Always had stories from her mom. I feel like she was always like putting an idea in your head. Or like like you like what was it the number way to lose a limb was to keep, to ride with the windows down or something? Yes, because if you get into a car accident, you could you're, you could lose that limb. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I'm sure she was having fun with you some of the time. <laughs> no, she really worries about this stuff. She thinks about like you know every scenario, and she calls me and says, "I'm worried about this happening." You know, and I'm <laughs> like, "You can't worry about that stuff all the time." <laughs> no, you gotta, you gotta let some of it, sh especially when you're a mom and you got Cor when Corbin starts to ask, he hasn't started to ask about monsters under the bed or anything like that, has he? 
he is obsessed with monsters. Like he's not scared of anything. He loves anything <laughs> creepy. I mean, well, I mean anything scary and creepy. He loves it. So I can't let him watch like. I can't let him watch anything scary. So it was hard for me to do research for this interview because I would have to wait till he's asleep, which he goes to bed really late. Because if he watches scary stuff, he's like really interested in it. And I don't want him seeing that and not knowing like what's right and wrong, you know, just like, because he's not scared of it. Oh, yet. He, he's, so. he's certainly he's you and Ryan's child, you know, in, in that he's into weird and creepy stuff. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, he, uh, he, 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 so no nightmares or anything surrounding that for him? No, he doesn't have any nightmares. Um, I don't, not that I know of. I mean, he'll wake up in the middle of his sleep saying something silly, like, um, Mother Day said, there's a spider on my back in the middle of his sleep. But there was no spider. I think he was just dreaming about spiders or something. So maybe that was a little nightmare. Well, you, you never know. Remember that first that house where he was born in down in Asheville? Remember that snake would get in the back door or something like that? Remember the, oh, yeah. the back door was the open? Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, you guys had a little murder shed out back there. Yes, that, that was it was cute from the outside, but scary on the inside. No, I, <laughs> I love that house. That was a special time. It was. I, I miss living there. Yeah. So, Except for the snakes. Yeah, the snake. Well, you know, you're you're earthy. You can get along with them. You're like poison ivy. You got to get used to that stuff, right? Right. Right. <laughs> so, uh, your the movies that gave you nightmares were you said Chucky. Chucky and it. It. Right. Um, right. Yeah. Stephen King's it. Just the clowns in general. Yeah, I mean that clown was so scary. Um, I just, and it, it was just so creepy because like growing up, my mom would set up at a, at a flea market and like around holidays, there was, I remember there was, I swear there was a guy that like dressed up as a clown and there was another guy around Christmas that would dress up as Santa. And these were really creepy people. And so I'd always got creepy, creepy vibes from them. And then like seeing that movie, I was just like, oh my gosh, clowns are the devil. <laughs> <laughs> so you had, there was like a real life possibility that, that some weird clown was going to you know yeah <laughs> grab you by the arm and say hey it's all we all float down here julie <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> well all right so getting into one of the final parts here um we we like to ask everybody about their own personal experiences maybe with spooky stories and and i know i asked you to research it beforehand could you could you narrow it down to a couple a couple scary stories yeah or what, what, yeah. whatever you had prepared really yeah, I mean, um, like my first scary experience was when I was um, a child, and I think I was like six years old or seven years old, and I was like laying down in my bed, and my bed was pushed flat against the wall, and um, I like was about to go to sleep, and I felt a hand on my back, and I felt like it rubbing my back slowly, and I could feel every fingertip like pushing kind of hard into my back, but like moving very slowly over and over again, and I was so terrified, I was like, I was like frozen in my uh, frozen in my bed for a minute. It felt like forever, you know, because you're like, oh my god, this isn't happening. And then I like I jumped up and ran out of my room and ran to my mom's room and she knocked on her door and she um, she like came out, looked under my bed. Obviously, there, nobody could fit under my bed, you know. Person, it was like a little twin bed and it was fairly low to the ground, but um, you know, it was really scary. Nothing was under there, so I don't know what that was. But years later, I found out. Um, my mom had a boyfriend at the time named Bill. He was a really nice guy. And um, he had a brother that apparently 
I think he died and he passed away. I want to say that I don't know if he killed himself or something bad happened. I'm not sure exactly, but he died. And um, my mom's boyfriend, right around the time I felt a hand on my back, he was taking a pee one day and he, he felt a hand on his back while he was taking a pee. And so my, my mom never told me that story as a kid because she didn't want to scare me, but I had a hand during that same period on my back. Mm. So it, and it was not a good thing. It was like a creepy hand. It wasn't a comforting hand. It was a very scary hand. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is your mom's, are, is that, that was your childhood home? Yes, that was my childhood home, yeah. And we had never had anything creepy happen in that house before. Is your mom so I don't still, think it was did. Is your mom still there? No, she actually, so after we moved from that house, she sold that house and we, um, you know, she always wanted to start, she always wanted to open up an antique store. So we moved to Niceville. Well, we were already in Niceville, but we moved um, to another place in Niceville, which was this really, really old two-story house. Um, and it was probably like one of the older buildings in Niceville. Um, and it was across the street from the bay. And the downstairs was like, it used to be a meat market way, way back in the day. There was like wood rafters you know, still there and just cement floor. And so she was like, this is perfect. I can turn this into an antique. So she turned it into an antique store um, and made a little shop downstairs and we lived upstairs and um, we kind of, you know, fixed it up. It was a bit run down. Um, And we didn't have door, we didn't have doors on our bedrooms upstairs, but it was just me and my mom. So we put like little curtains up and whatever, you know, made it cute because my mom loves to decorate. <laughs> and so so what, having the antique store downstairs, we had a lot of people stop by to check out the shop. And um, when we first moved in, this old lady came over and she was like, this place is haunted. She was like, I used to live in, there was like an in-law suite in the back that was also rented out. It's like a little studio apartment. Um, but she's like, yeah, in the in-law suite, someone there's something in there that will throw dishes at you. And it, like that happened to me when I was living in there. And she said, there's like, a Native American woman in the house that haunts it. And there's a, also like a cowboy in the house that haunts it. So we're like, okay, this is creepy. And I really did not want to move in that house. I just had bad vibes when we moved in and I was like terrified, <laughs> but mm. um, my mom's like, it's going to be okay. This is going to be great. So um, we lived there for a while and uh, nothing scary happened. And then I was dating this guy. Um, I think I was like 15 or 16 and I was, uh, my boyfriend came over at the time and he was like very religious, but he did not believe in ghosts and any of that stuff. And he was leaving my house and he was like, he was 16. So he was driving away and he looked downstairs. So he looked downstairs in the store and he said he saw a woman with long black hair and um, like very pale skin. And she just kind of was look, looking out of the store window. And then she just kind of slid out of the frame of the window. Mm. And he called me and he's like, there's a woman in your store. He's like freaking out. He's got goosebumps all over him. And so my mom and I go down there. We don't see anything. Um, But so the thing is to get upstairs, you had to go through the backyard around the side of the house and go into the backyard and go up this like little staircase. And then my mom had like a few months later, my mom had uh, this guy was one of her good friends and, um, he was driving by late at night because we lived on a fairly busy street on Bayshore Drive. And black hair, she's staring out the window. He saw the same thing. And we never, we never saw the ghosts, but men would see them. Hmm. Um, and apparently we found out that I believe the 
cowboy. There was also a little girl in the house as well. And apparently the cowboy, I don't know if they were married or what happened, but he shot the little girl or, or I don't know if he killed the wife as well, but I guess he was like a drunk. And this is from stories I've heard from all the different people that have came to the antique store to tell us about the house that they lived there. But um, apparently like, yeah. So I don't think the woman liked men. So anytime a man would come to our house, like she would make herself known. Hmm. Um, And also I don't think they liked animals because all three of our dogs died in that house. And yeah, it was weird. So my dog Toto was like um, uh, very sweet. And so it was a three bedroom upstairs. And so there was this back bedroom. My mom and I never went in. We just kind of used it as storage kind of place. Um, And it didn't have a door on it. It was just kind of wide open. And at night, our dogs, every night, like around the same time, our dogs would just stare in that room. And it was pitch black in the room. They would just stare in the room and bark and like look up and bark and bark and bark every night at the same time. And I thought it's so weird, but they wouldn't go into the room. Hmm. They would just like stand in the doorway. And then one day I heard... It was late at night and I heard a weird noise in that room. And so I went to go check it out because it just was constant. And I was like, what the heck is that? And I found my dog Toto just banging its head in the wall and just scratching and just backing up, banging its head in the wall, backing up, banging its head in the wall. It was, it was really weird. Um, So we ended up eventually having to put her down. Um, I can't, there was some other issue she had, but it was just really weird. And then my dog, my German shepherd, Sarah, she one day was throwing up. And so we took her to the vet and they're like, wow, her fever is so high. Her brains are boiling. And they're like, how is this possible? And we're like, we don't know. I mean, we have AC. We keep her in the house. I don't understand. She just started throwing up today. And they're like, they're giving her ice baths. Nothing is breaking her fever. She's just going, her fever's through the roof. So they had to put her down. Um, Boiling, yeah, it was boiling brains like that's, that's what the that's what the doctor said they were like her fever is so high that her brains are boiling that's like straight up like witch brew type like like yeah the boiling brains of a dog like oh but that's so i mean and dogs are so intuitive i mean i you know i've gotten my dog mookie these last couple of years and uh so i personally i'm not sure so I, I referred to it as in a prior podcast. I'm not sure if I have, have those receptors because I'm always trying to see stuff. Or m- yeah. maybe it's uh, that I'm trying to see stuff that I don't. But I, I don't know if I just don't have those receptors enough because I've never really had something so specific like that where, you know, I, I, I have proof. Um, but, okay. but it sounds like so with all that in mind and with your experience, do you believe in ghosts? I definitely do for sure. Um, I, and I haven't had any new experiences in a really long time. Um, but, but yeah, I, I mean, I definitely do believe in ghosts. Um, but I also think it's just, it has to do with you being open, but also like live, like if you live in a haunted place, if there's, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't know how it works, but, <laughs> <laughs> but you have, have you ever personally seen any, anything or besides like the, I mean, I know you felt the thing in your back, and your and your boyfriend at the time saw that. Um, but have you personally seen any proof of it? Well, so in that same house, I um, I I was like laying in bed one night, and I my mom goes to bed super early, and um, I heard somebody on my balcony because there was a balcony upstairs right outside my window, and I heard like heavy boots just walking slowly, like not trying to be quiet, 
right outside my window. And so I'm like, what the hell? So I wake up my mom and I'm like, mom, there's somebody on the back porch. So we run, we ran to that back room because there was a sliding glass door back there. And we looked out of it. We couldn't see anybody. And my mom was like, get off our property or I'm calling the cops. You know, she said something like that. And we could just hear someone slowly walking down the stairs and with boots, but we couldn't see anybody, but we just could hear their boots walking down the stairs, like slowly. Like it's, I think that was the cowboy that we were told about. And he was just hanging out on the balcony, walking her back and forth, you know, but that was, that was really scary. And then, um, another time my friend Desiree was actually spending the night at our house and she, um, my mom had went to bed early, of course, and she was like, well, lock the door when you guys come home. And so we're sitting um, on, we were sitting on the computer, I think, in a chat room. We were fairly young. We were like on the computer in a chat room. I don't know. And there was like, and we had three dogs. This is before my dogs passed. Yeah. And, you know, dogs, any little noise they hear, they're up and barking, yep. you know, or alerting you. And so you have to go, you know, through our backyard, up the stairs to get to our door. And we hear like three loud knocks and like, None of the dogs moved. Nobody else heard it but Desiree and I. And we were just, like, looking at each other, like, oh, no. And I'm like, did I remember to lock the door? I don't know. And she just starts praying. And because, um, you know, she's fairly religious, and she's just praying and praying and praying. And, like, we never heard anybody walk down the stairs or come up. And those were some creepy old stairs. And no one, nothing ever happened. But that was really creepy, too. <laughs> mm, so- Especially because my dog didn't move. I was really shocked. So do you think it's uh, the house that, that inhabits the spirits or is it the, uh, do you think people can have spirits follow them or what, in this case, it seems like the house, but you know, what's your opinion on that? I mean, I think it could be the house or yeah, I think spirits can follow people because you know, I mean, for a long time I would have this reoccurring uh, nightmare and it was like, it was like a, a, there was a demon on each side of my bed, like, and it, I would have this dream for years almost. And it was really creepy because it was like I would be in my room and I could see my room, but I couldn't move, you know. And this, you know, demon would be like just running around my bed. He would just be going like and like pulling on my limbs. And like, I almost felt like it was like, it's just like, it was so creepy. It was so creepy. <laughs> So I almost felt like that was like a demon trying to follow me around or something, you know, but who some reason I had, I don't, I don't really know, but eventually it was weird. I eventually saw the demon was this little boy from like the seventies. It was weird. He, he morphed into this. It was like the last time I saw him, he morphed into this little boy that was like seven years old and he, he looked so angry and he had this like little Afro. That's why I think he was from like, and his clothes looked like they were from the seventies and it was like thundering and lightning in my, like outside. So I could see that in my bedroom. And every time the, it was lightning, I could see his face light up next to my bed. And he was just like, so angry, just staring at me so angry, but he was seven years old. So it wasn't really scary, but I was just like, what the hell? And he was like, he was like uh, the demon bouncing around my bed. And then I never dreamed of him, dreamt of him again. <laughs> oh my God. That's, that's, that's terrifying. Yeah. Julie, I, this is hey. by far, the, I think the spookiest interview I've done. And uh, as I'm talking to you, the, uh, the, the light's getting darker behind you and the, I can, 
I can hear the peepers and the crickets. It's getting spooky. So I, so I gotta say, I, I don't know if our viewers can handle much more of a, of, of the, the spookiness, honestly. Oh, yeah, no, that was all my spooky stories I have for you. <laughs> honestly, I bet you, I bet you, if we kept going, we could find a few more. Uh, luckily, I know they come back, they come back to me whenever I start talking about them. But no, I, I sometimes love it. I, I knew you'd have some good ones up your sleeve. Um, and yeah, it sounds like that one house in particular was just like, I don't know, the, the cowboy Indian dynamic is, is almost like that whole, that's almost like in an antique shop too, is almost movie worthy. So maybe we'll, uh, pitch that to the jerks all the way up in Hollywood. So anyways, yeah, anyways, I just totally. want to thank you for your time and, uh, Give my best to uh, Ryan and Corbin, and I love you guys and miss you guys so much. We love you so much, Tim, and thank you so much for having me on. Of course. <laughs> uh, stay safe, uh, and we'll talk to you soon. You took my body and fled to win. Hey guys, it's Phil. Thanks for continuing to listen to our interview series this week. Um, as you can tell, we've had a lot of fun putting it together. Oftentimes, some of the best stories happen after that red light goes off and we stop recording. Luckily, Dog continued to record the conversation he had with Julie and we got a bonus haunted story out of it. So if you're still listening, we appreciate it. And for your loyal listenership, you get this extra bonus content at the end. Happy Halloween and enjoy. The, my old house, pink house, you know, I also forgot to mention this part. This guy, Jeremy, I went to high school with, he used to live there with his dad and his little brother. And his little brother saw the little, he said he saw a little girl with a bullet hole through her stomach. And so that would, that made sense that like he shot them or her. I don't know if it was just a little girl or the wife too, but, hmm. um, and that would make sense why she hates men and that's why she shows herself hmm. but who knows why she doesn't like animals or maybe who knows maybe, maybe that's the, the maybe the cowboy doesn't like animals maybe that's why the dogs would always bark at the balcony window hmm. door or maybe uh, or maybe a dog i don't know maybe yeah maybe a dog i don't know it's interesting i feel like you're also your house down in Asheville was definitely pretty old too that first house where you and suki lived yeah yes oh yeah that place was old yeah uh, that had a crazy story to it too um apparently there was a guy a little there was a little boy he's a man now but he walks past the house like once a year to come see it because i guess when he was a little boy there was some guy that killed his mom and he was a kid at the time and i guess he saw it happen and he hid in the closet in one of those because I don't know if that was like a, a whole house and they just turned it into an apartment building or what. If it's always been an apartment building, I have no idea. But he lived in that apartment building. It, that had four different apartments in it. So he lived in there somewhere and apparently he hid in the closet. And his mother was killed by some murder guy. And he comes by once a year just to go look at it. I don't know why. Hmm. That's pretty creepy. Yeah, why would you? I mean... 
I don't know why you'd want to be reminded of what happened. Or maybe he had good memories there too and he wanted to think about them. Or I don't like know. Taking control of it by like not having, like, like seeing it now in a different light and reality. Yeah.